0: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insight and understanding from the Word of God. Here's Rick. Welcome to
1: the program. I am so excited to sit in this chair and be talking to you today. And today I'm going to begin a brand new series called, are you ready? The Coming of the Antichrist. Most people talk about the coming of Jesus, but people also have a lot of questions about the Antichrist. Who is he? When will he show up? How will we recognize him? When exactly is his appearance going to happen? My friends, all of that is in the very near future. So we need to know what the Bible says about the coming of the Antichrist, you do not want to miss any of these programs. But hey, I'm offering you my brand new series based on these programs called The Coming of the Antichrist. The back of the series says, what you need to know about the Antichrist. Since we're living in the very end of the age, we need to know what is coming. And the Bible is so very clear about the Antichrist, exactly when he's going to make his appearance on the stage, And we need to know what the Bible says. So please order this. It's 10 parts. It comes in multiple formats. You will just eat it up. And it comes with a great study guide, The Coming of the Antichrist, 10 lessons. The two of these together are just dynamite. And my friend, today I'm offering you for the very first time my brand new book. I'm so excited to tell you about my book called Last Day's Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times. And the far word is written by Perry Stone. You know, I wrote this book about a year ago and it just now showed up. Wow, what a book that is on time. People are wondering how to survive, how to thrive in these very strange times. And so I have written this book, which I call Last Day's Survival Guide guide. And on the cover, we've got a Bible. We've got boots. We've got to get ready to march through this season. And my friend, we are anointed to do it. God chose us to live in this time. We can live in this time with victory and with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, but we have to know how to survive it. And that's what this book is about. It's really hands-on. It's very practical. It's based on 2 Timothy chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul tells us about everything that's going to happen in a wacky age in the very end of the last days, and how we need to deal with it and live in the middle of it as good, godly people, victorious, even though the world around us may seem to be going berserk. And that's why I've written this book called Last Days Survival Guide. If you never order another book by Rick Renner, this is one you need to order, and you need to order it right now. And I would encourage you to order several because I know this is a book you're going to want to share with some friends. So here it is again, Last Days Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times. And the foreword is by Perry Stone order your copy today. You will devour this book. But hey, if you need prayer, please write to us, prayer at runner.org. We would love to hear from you. Just write to us right now. As soon as your letter shows up in our inbox, we're going to begin to pray with you or you can call us. In fact, our team is waiting right now, this very moment for the telephone to ring so we can receive your call. And put our faith together with you. I really mean that. And by the way, if you're a partner, thank you so much for being a partner with our ministry. You are helping us take this teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. Thank you so much. And if you're not a partner, please pray about joining us as a partner. You can do that by calling or going online. And immediately we'll send you two books as our way of saying welcome to... Our partner family we will send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to partners and Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We want to thank you in advance for being a partner with our ministry. And when we call people a partner, we really mean they are partners together, us and them. We're making a difference in people's life by taking the teaching of the Bible to them. And it's so amazing to me that you can become a partner in the privacy of your own home. It's like being a missionary without ever leaving the house. By clicking a button or calling, you can change somebody else's life. But hey, grab your Bible, because today we're going to get into our brand new series called The Coming of the Antichrist. But my friends, before the Antichrist is revealed first, the rapture of the church is going to take place. So today and tomorrow, I'm going to talk to you about what the Bible says about the rapture. So grab your Bible and open your Bible to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. People are often writing to me and they're saying, Rick, what is your position on the rapture? Here's my position. I believe in the rapture. It's one of the clearest doctrines In the entire New Testament, when you see what Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15, you cannot deny the fact there is going to be a rapture. But we need to know what the Bible says about the rapture. So let's open our Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And today we're going to read in verse 15 where Paul says, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you today what that means. With the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. What does that mean? You're about to find out. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Verse 17, here's the rapture. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And this is such good news that in verse 18, Paul says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. But let's go back to verse 15 and we're going to really dig into these words today because there's so much in this text I want you to understand. But when you come to 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 15, Paul says, For this we send you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord. Now there's something just amazing here in the Greek text that you do not get by reading the English King James Version. When Paul says, we which are alive, do you know what the Greek says? We which are still living, the lively ones, the vibrant ones. And then it says, we which are still vibrant and which remain unto the coming of the Lord. I have to stop and comment on this phrase, those that remain, because this word remain really means the remaining ones, the surviving ones, those that are left, indicating. Possibly the number will not be large. And it coincides with Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, which says there will be a mass defection from the faith in the very end of the age. And this also agrees with Jesus' words in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, where Jesus describes the moment of his coming. And Jesus says, When the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith on the earth? Now, he might find a lot of people attending church, but that doesn't mean he's going to find faith. And in fact, the verse says, will he find faith? The word find is the Greek word heurisco, which describes a very deep investigative research, which means at the moment of Jesus coming, he's going to really investigate and look for the faith. The King James Version says, will he find faith? But there's a definite article in Greek, which means he's going to have a hard time finding churches where the faith is still being taught. Now, that is amazing. Now, what this means to my eyes is that at the time of Jesus' arrival, at the time of the rapture of the church, there will have been such an apostasy in the church that there will not be many really spiritually vibrant ones left. And in fact, when the Bible says those that are alive and remain, this word remain describes a remnant. It's describing a remnant that will still be spiritually vibrant at the time of the rapture, but wait, then it goes on and it says, for this, we send you by the word of the Lord, that we, which are alive and remain, I'm going to translate this for you in just a moment unto the coming of the Lord. The word unto is a Greek word ice. It means right up to the very moment of the coming of the Lord. The word coming, the Greek word parousia is a technical expression For the royal visit of a king or an emperor. The arrival of one who has the power to deal with any situation and to put everything in order. And here it describes the coming of Jesus for the church. And when Jesus comes, it will be the parousia. He's going to come with power to begin putting everything in order, to put order back into the chaos that is in the earth. The king is going to come. But then the Bible says, We will not prevent them which are asleep. The word prevent means we're not going to proceed or we're not going to be raptured before the dead are raised first. And when the Bible says them which are asleep, it emphatically describes those that are lying in the grave. The Greek word describes those that are dead or those that are sleeping the sleep of death, which means when you die in Christ. Your death is temporary. To God, it's no more than taking a nap because one of these days, God's going to wake up your body and it's going to happen at the rapture of the church. And I would translate this verse like this. For we declare to you by the word of the Lord, those who are physically alive and who have survived everything. That's really a great translation. Let me read it again. For we declare this to you by the word of the Lord those who are physically alive and who have survived everything. I'm talking about the remaining remnant that will still be left around at the time of the coming of the Lord. That living and surviving remnant will not precede those that have already died. Then he continues in verse 16 and says, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with a trump of God, And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Well, first of all, this verse says, For the Lord himself, himself, shall descend. The word descend is a Greek word katabino. The word kata means a downward movement. It always also carries the idea of a dominating force. The second part of the word is the word bino, which means to step or to move downward. But when you compound the two words together, it literally means Christ will swiftly begin to move from an upward position into a lower position. He's going to descend. And when he descends, he will come with a dominating force. That's because he's going to begin the process of putting everything in order that is out of order in the earth. And the verse goes on to say, he will descend from heaven. The Greek says, directly from heaven itself. And when he descends, he will descend with a shout, which means when Jesus comes for the church, he himself is going to shout. He is the one who's going to shout. But why is Jesus going to shout as he descends? And I'm going to tell you why. This word shout is a very specific Greek word which was used to describe a direct order or a command. Even more important, this word shout is the very word that was used to describe a commander who gave a shout to arouse the horses, the charioteers, the hounds, the hunters, the rowers, the masters of ships. It was a signal call to muster the troops to action. And when Jesus descends from heaven, he is going to give a shout to muster all the heavenly troops together, all of his people on earth, including those that are in the grave. It is going to be the voice of the commander that the final battle is about to commence. And when Jesus shouts, it will be the commanding voice for everyone to stand to attention and to pull together to begin to wage the last war of the ages. And the Bible says, with a voice of the archangel. The word voice here is the word phoné, but here it depicts a mighty, mighty sound. It could depict the water of, an, the, the sound of overwhelming waters, overpowering waters, which means when the archangel speaks, it's going to be overpowering. And the Bible says, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. The word dead in Greek is hoi, nikroi. It means the corpses. It's talking about those that are laying in their graves, in the cemeteries, or in the sea, or wherever they are. If they have died, and they've died in Christ They shall rise first. Now, hold on, because when we think about resurrection, we usually just think about the dead being raised to life again. But listen to this. This word rise didn't just mean to stand again or to be resurrection. It depicted the rising of kings and rulers, which means when the dead are raised, they will be raised to be kings and to be rulers in Christ's kingdom. And the Bible says they will be raised first, which is the Greek word proton, which means first in order to begin with in the first place before anything else takes place. First, the dead are going to come out of the graves. And the RIV of this verse would be, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven to take charge with a mighty military command, that will arouse the saints and galvanize God's troops to action. And along with that command, precisely at that time will also be heard the immense voice of an archangel along with the blast of God's war trumpet to signal the final battle, ultimate victory and vanquishing of all of God's enemies is about to Occur. That war trumpet blast will be the indication that God's enemies have lost their long-standing battle with him, and that he reigns victorious and supreme over everyone, over every situation, and over every realm in total victory. And exactly... When that war trumpet sound goes forth, the dead in Christ will immediately stand upright on their feet as they are resurrected to a brand new resurrected royal status. This resurrection will take place as a first priority before the next sequence of events takes place. That is the RIV of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. But then Paul goes on, And he says this in verse 17. Now listen to this. Then, the Greek says, exactly then at that very moment, it refers to the moment with the dead in Christ are raised first. When that occurs, then the next sequence of events follows. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. This now describes the rapture of the church, which will follow the resurrection of those that are dead in Christ. Listen to what it says. Then, this word then means upon that moment, Exactly at that moment, precisely at that time, we which are alive and remain. Interesting that now Paul uses the same identical Greek phrase, which he used in verse 15. He uses it verbatim, word by word, twice, verse 15, and now in verse 17. So Paul is very clearly stating what he means. He's talking about those that have survived everything. He's talking about those that are still spiritually vibrant, even though the rest of the church may have fallen into apostasy, there will be a remnant that is still vibrant all the way to the end. And the Bible says, then we which are alive, the Greek literally means those that are physically alive and still spiritually vibrant and remain And the word remain, again, means the remaining ones, the surviving ones, those that are left indicating possibly not many. It is really the same word for a remnant, a remnant. Just like if you have a remnant of a garment, all you have is a remnant. Well, here the Bible really is prophesying that at the end of the age, there may be only a remnant that is still vibrant at the time Jesus comes for the church. But the remnant, this verse says, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Caught up together is where we get the idea of the rapture. Now, the word rapture does not appear in the New Testament, but the rapture is a fact. It's just described differently. Caught up together is a Greek word. It's really a compound of two words, the word apo and the word harpazo. The word apo means a way. The word harpazo means to seize, to snatch, or to to snatch out of danger just in the nick of time, which means the rapture of the church will occur in a dangerous moment. When the church feels that it is in peril, it will be a dangerous moment for the church. It has to be that way, or the word harpazo would have never been used in this context. But when it looks bleak, when it looks like things couldn't get worse, Christ is going to come and apo harpazō he's going to seize the church apo right out of a very dangerous situation that's really what it means it means to catch to seize to take away to snatch suddenly to snatch just in the nick of time and the bible says we will be caught up together in the clouds to meet the lord in the air even the word meet is so very important because the word "meat" that is used here was a technical word to describe a grand reception, a grand reception that was given to welcome arrivees who were officials or dignitaries or royalty. Which means when we meet the Lord in the air, he's going to throw out the red carpet and give us a VIP welcome. It is going to be a grand reception. And the Bible says it will even occur in the air. The word air, here's the Greek word eros which describes the lower regions of the air or the lower atmosphere, and that makes sense because we already saw in verse 15, the Lord himself is going to descend. He's going to descend from the highest place into the lowest regions of the air, and when he enters the lower regions of the air is when he's going to give that shout to galvanize all the troops. The dead in Christ are going to be raised, and Christ himself is going to snatch us out of peril to meet him in the air, it's going to be a VIP welcome as he rolls out the red carpet. And Paul says, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Ever be in Greek is the word "pantote," which means at all times, all the time, always, continually, perpetually, forevermore. Now, I wanna read all these verses to you from the RIV. Here's what it says. Let's begin in verse 15. For we declare this to you by the word of the Lord that those that are physically alive and who have survived everything. I'm talking about the remaining remnant that will still be left around at the time of the coming of the Lord. That living and surviving remnant will not precede those that have already died. Verse 16, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven to take charge with a mighty military command that will arouse the saints and galvanize God's troops to action. And along with that command, at the same time will also be heard the immense voice of an archangel. Along with the blast of God's war trumpet to signal the final battle, ultimate victory, and vanquishing of all of God's enemies is about to occur. That war trumpet blast will be the indication that God's enemies have lost their long standing battle with Him and that He remains victorious and supreme over everyone, over every situation, over every realm, total victory and exactly. When that war trumpet sound goes forth, the dead in Christ will immediately stand up right on their feet as they are resurrected to a brand new resurrected royal status. And this resurrection will take place as a first priority before the next sequence of events takes place. Verse 17, then at that exact synchronized moment, those who are still alive and who have survived everything I'm talking about the remnant that will still be around and left remaining at this time. They will suddenly and supernaturally be snatched away out of imminent danger, just in the nick of time as the Lord instigates a divine rescue operation to transport them into the clouds to join those who have been resurrected there in the air's lower atmosphere where the Lord has descended to meet them, those who were raised from the dead and the remnant who was supernaturally snatched out of danger will encounter the Lord. And at that encounter, the Lord will roll out the red carpet to give the new arrivees a royal reception to match the VIP status he knows they deserve. Then and after that, we will always at all times and forevermore be with the Lord. Is that amazing? That is the clear teaching of Scripture. But wait, we're just getting started. We need to see what else the Bible says about the rapture of the church. So tomorrow, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51 and verse 52, where Paul describes what will happen to our physical bodies in the resurrection of the dead and in the rapture.
0: It's going to be amazing, but I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for you people often talk about the coming of jesus but once jesus has raptured the church the bible says the antichrist will be revealed to the world in one split second the antichrist will come out of hiding and go public in the 10-part series the coming of the antichrist rick renner delves into this end time subject like you've never heard it before based on first thessalonians rick explores verses that can be difficult making them easy to understand since we are living in the end of the ages We need to know what is coming in the near future. If you are interested in what the Bible says about the future, then this is one series you need to digest. Rick answers, who is the Antichrist? What will he be like when he shows up? When will he be revealed to the world? What is stopping him from being revealed right now? Available in digital or physical format, starting at just $20. You'll be so glad you invested in this powerful series. In addition, you can order Rick Renner's book, Last Day Survival Guide, This spectacular book will awaken you to the times we are living in and will equip you to sail through these times successfully. We are in the last days. You and I need to know how to thrive in this last days environment. This is one book you must have. Right now, you can get Last Days Survival Guide for just $25 wherever books are sold, in stores and online, or by going to renner.org. Don't delay ordering your copy today. And don't miss this powerful teaching series. Call the number on your screen now. Or go online to order.
1: We have had such a great time in the Bible today as we've looked to see what the Apostle Paul said about the rapture of the church. The dead in Christ are going to be raised first, and then, at that precise moment after the dead are raised first, we which are alive and remain will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And the Apostle Paul clearly says Christ is going to roll out the red carpet and give us a VIP reception because we are his officials, we are his dignitaries, and he is going to grandly receive us there in the lower regions of the atmosphere. That is what is in front of us. This is a clear, undeniable teaching of the New Testament. Behave. I'm offering you my series, which is called The Coming of the Antichrist. You can't talk about that until first you talk about the rapture of the church because the Antichrist will not show up until the church is gone. It's 10 parts comes with a great study guide. And please, please, please order my brand new book called Last Days Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times. If you're looking around you thinking we are living in wacky times, you're right. And the Bible prophesied that. That's one way we know we're living in the very, very end of the age that we can survive it. And I've written this guide to help you. That's why it's called Last Days Survival Guide. You got to get your boots and your Bible and get ready to march through this season that you can do it in victory. But I want you to get this book. Order your copy right now and please write to us or call us if you have a special prayer need. But Father, I thank you so much for the clarity of your word on the subject of the rapture of the church and that one day we're going to hear that sound, that shout that's going to galvanize the troops and we'll know that you've come to collect us. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4 where the word of a king is, there is power. That's the truth. So embrace God's word, let his power work in you and I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Rick Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity.